Welcome to the Kick Pod, your weekly DNM on the stuff that matters. Hello, Lawsy. Welcome back after the break. I know you were very. I mean, after welcome. The break. <laughs> I know you were very sad about our two week break. How was it for you? Well, we actually recorded chats with some (laughs) guests coming up, so it didn't really stop for us. Um, And, you know, I have to see you every now and again for work already. So, But it's good to be back, guys. We hope you um, are excited. I thought you were going to say we hope that you missed us. I was like, no, would never, never um, expect that. But you know, we hope that you enjoy today. Basically, that's all we're trying to say right now. Ready for a, another epic season. Yeah, ready Together. for an epic season. Yeah. Epic uh, guests. Yes, we do. We have some really cool guests coming up, including today's. But before we get into this podcast, Lizzie, what is your kick special share? My special share this week is actually a goal setting session that we mm. did. So we are in the 14 days of wellness that we're mm-hmm. doing with Keeper Cleaner at mm-hmm. the moment. And it is all of these incredible live sessions we're doing in our community. Mm-hmm. It's a really great thing to do. I think at this time it's winter. Like I feel like, mm-hmm. especially out of, um, we're kind of coming out of isolation now. And I think everyone's feeling a little bit, well, I know I am a little mm-hmm. bit unmotivated mm-hmm. and it's really, we wanted to do something to, I suppose, reinvigorate everyone's motivation. And it's not just in fitness. I think that's really important. And the session that is my special share Um, And I wanted to share is actually a goal setting session. Mm. So if you are a part of our Facebook private community, which is called Keep It Cleaner Community, you can search out on Facebook to join. You just have to be a member of the program to come in there. You can go in and watch um, all the lives. We're still, we're only halfway through, so there's still way more to come, but you can go and watch all of the other ones we've already done. And so my recommendation today, my special share is to watch the goal setting session we did with Adam from my goals Adam he's he's just got great advice on how to goal set and we took some really great pointers out of that and I think it's just it's really nice to speak to someone about goal setting that doesn't just say set goals in January for your new New year's resolution he really pulls it apart totally and he speaks a lot about the why and why we set our goals and why that is actually so important and um that was really awesome so highly recommend watching that and then also recommend um coming and joining some other sessions that we have tonight we Mm. have a q a in the private Mm. facebook community with just us Mm. yeah so So that's probably the least exciting one out of all (laughs) (laughs) but there's so many more coming up we've got a workout with um, Dan, our awesome PT. We've got a workout with Britt, a Pilates session with Mari, a mindfulness session with Dr. Jody, who you would have heard, um, who did an anxiety podcast yeah. with us and so much more. So yeah, sorry, well, that was a very long I was going to say my special share was definitely some of the wellness stuff too, but I think honestly, it's, it's so special when we're, we're so, so it's not making any sense in any English, <laughs> but I just we are very much enjoying um, doing it and doing the lives and, and having so, so many incredible guests. We're really excited to share, um, I, I what suppose. is a guest? <laughs> Let me just say guest. <laughs> I thought maybe no one would have noticed. <laughs> We're very excited you should, were you about it. You're going to say great guest. Yes, and then I just kind of combine the two. <laughs> We've got guests, and they're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so we hope you guys are enjoying that, as Lozzie said, and you can still come and join us. And if you've missed any, they are posted in the community. So that can't be my special share anymore because it was Lozzie's. But I actually do have a really exciting special share. Might be a little bit personal to me, but Lozzie finally asked me to be her maid of oh. honor. <laughs> 
And I didn't mean finally. I am honestly so excited and very honoured. But um, it was just funny because <laughs> I think I think I was so quick when I got engaged. I was like, obviously, you're going to be my maid of honour and ask the girls so quickly. And because Lawsy and Dalt have... Um, you know, they've now finally found a, a date and everything. I was getting really excited and so many people were like, are you in her bridal party? And I was like, I don't know. But to be honest, I don't really mind because I'm going to be planning things like her hands anyway. Let's be real. Um, but no, it's really, really exciting. And it was really nice. She she came in um, the other day <laughs> with a mug um, that was like friends themed. And at first, that's all I saw. I was like, you have a friends mug. Like, why do you have a friends mug? And she was like, read it. <laughs> and it, it basically asked to be the maid of honor. So that was my little special share. Oh, that's so nice. I'm so, I'm, I'm so pumped. Yes. Um, and yeah, I just, I feel like I left it so long that I had to find something online that made it kind of a little bit of a joke out it. of the fact that I've left it so long that it was always obviously going to be you. And so it said, girl, please, like obviously you're going to be I my maid of honor. So I was like, I oh, this that. is perfect. But then I had to wait. So I've obviously been planning to actually do it for the past six weeks. But because this mug, I think it came from London. Yeah, I found it on Etsy. Like yeah, so it took so long to come. So I was like, I need to ask you, but I just have to wait for my mug anyway. So. We got the mug. It was worth the wait. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Um, now for today's podcast, which I'm sure a lot of you, um, by clicking on the heading of the podcast, are already super excited for the guest. <laughs> but it's Cardia, and she came so highly what's the word I'm searching requested requested from the community um so Cardi Milan she you might know her from YouTube she's been on YouTube from a very young age Mm. she's only 21 22 22 I think yeah she's only 21 yeah about to turn 22 so she's a YouTuber you might have seen her on Instagram she is obviously stunning but she's such a beautiful person on the inside and I I think I've I don't know if I've met another person that young who knows themselves so Mm. well and has gone through so many things where she's changed and developed and been okay with like change and I just really really learned a lot from her and um I suppose it was really nice to learn a little bit more about her story and her background and where she's kind of come from and yeah, I found it really interesting. Me too. Mm. And I think you will all really, really enjoy this one. We hope you love it as much as we did. Well, hello, Cardia. Hi. <laughs> Welcome. We've had some technolo- technological... And some vocab. <laughs> Maybe some vocab issues. Some pronunciation issues as well, but we are here now. <laughs> we wanted to start um, by asking, how are you? I mean, it, it's been such an, a crazy year. Um, and yeah, we just love to know how you're going. I'm going really well, thank you. Um, it's obviously had its ups and downs so far, but I feel like actually quite content and relaxed at the moment, which I feel like the more people I've been speaking to have kind of said the same. Like it's been nice to have just a moment to sit back and evaluate everything going on. And I know for me, like it's actually been really nice not traveling as much and having to get on planes and, um, This is the longest I've been, like, in my home in one place for, like, the past four years, which is crazy. Mm. So I feel the most grounded I've been in a very long time. (laughs) Thank God. (laughs) No, that's nice. Um, And before we get into the rest of the podcast, I feel like I have to start with um, a star science chat with you because I know that you're you're into them and I know that you have been for a long time. Um, Laura and I, I suppose, are at that that beginning phase I feel like I've always known what star sign I was but I didn't really know I might, I might have known like a trait or two that yeah. was like supposedly what I 
am. But then I spoke to Chloe Zepp, who gave me a little bit more yes. insight. You know, there's like the rising. And oh, all that yes. Sort of she stuff. would have given you the, the full lowdown. Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, rising. <laughs> totally. We're both on CoStar. I had my wrong birthday in though. Yeah. No. The first or the wrong time. No, the wrong birthday. I said I was born in oh. June. And my, I met my sister. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm actually a Gemini. She's like, no, you entered your birthday in wrong. Oh, no. Like, okay. Yeah, that's the thing. You need to have, like, the correct birthday. Make sure you, you know, check your uh, check your birth certificate. You've got your correct birth date. <laughs> <laughs> Will help. And then, like, the time you're born, like, the closest you can get to the the minutes is what mm. they say is, like, you, so you can get your moon and your rising and then you've got like all of your other, like your Mercury and all that, but we won't like complicate it just yet. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, we're trying to, I suppose, understand it a little bit more and, and know, um, I think, like, especially when you're feeling a certain way or mm-hmm. if, it's, if you've gone through a week and you felt a certain way. I mean, Chloe's even often texted me at a certain time and been like, if you're feeling down, Steph, don't worry, because this is why. And I'm like, well, okay, whoa. That's um, me to all my friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm a Capricorn. Mm-hmm. You're, so you're now a Sagittarius, you're not a Gemini. <laughs> and then so I, different, So different, yes. the two of them. I know, <laughs> which is really cool because I think that if you – like really look like if we would often know the difference in our personalities and stuff like mm. that but anyway then my moon is Sagittarius oh and whoa, my rising yeah. is Aries nice and then your moon is Leo and your rising is Pisces you guys have really nice charts you guys that's probably why you work well together but also like worth <laughs> ethic you know you got that you got it going <laughs> <laughs> so do you reckon it's like um it, do you think it, – is it, is it something that you look to often when you're feeling a certain way? Do you often look at your charts and kind of – What I would explain that way? it as is for me learning about like a moon and a rising mm. and a sun sign and your actual personal sign, it's not necessarily like a certain week might impact that, but it's more I look at that as like personality traits in someone or getting mm. to know someone or how to like – interact with someone or why you Mm -hmm. might do things in a certain way but when it comes to like feeling weird in a certain day or uh, like a week or something that's normally like to do with the planets which is another thing it's like what planet is currently in what sign and like you know how everyone talks about the easiest one is mercury retrograde and everyone goes Mm -hmm. oh it's mercury retrograde like everything's (laughs) messing up and that's the most common one because um when Mercury is in retrograde, we can feel all sorts of weird. So I just said before when we were having tech difficulties, I said to the girls, like, we're in Mercury retrograde shadows. So that's like the week or so before it and things get a bit weird and funky. So it's 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 different, I guess, mm-hmm. to summarise. Yes, it's like the, the, the star sign thing does come into play, but it's more like for, I guess, defining or getting to know someone um, yeah, or cool. getting to know yourself or how you work mm-hmm. or the environments you work best in or why you struggle in some ways. I, I probably just explained that terribly, but... What star sign are you? I'm a Leo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm such a classic Leo. <laughs> <laughs> and for anyone that wants to... By the way, you explained that so well. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. Yeah. Um, much better than me. <laughs> yes. We probably asked it in the most difficult way. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> And for anyone that wants to learn a little bit more about their star sign, so they might know what it is, but then mm. that's all they know. Yeah. What would be your recommendation of a resource, an app or like a website? Mm. I would probably say for me, it really started with just Googling things like mm. uh, 
it started like very simply with getting to know, I guess, my star sign as a Leo. Um, but, mm-hmm. you know, lots of people often look up their stuff and they'll look at the positives and negatives and they might say, oh, I don't really associate with this. So mm-hmm. I would say the next best step is then going, okay, um, moon and rising calculator is literally what I type into Google. And there's so many different um, websites and you put in where you were born, the time you were born, and it will give you a rundown, like a full rundown of all the different signs in your chart. And I think the best thing to do is just to start Googling, like look mm. up, okay, my you know, rising is Leo, my moon is Aquarius. Okay, what is an Aquarius? And slowly, if you just start to kind of just do a bit of Googling and researching, um, you kind of get familiar with what the characteristics of the different signs are. That's how I started. Mm. But Instagram is the best. Like if you look up like, like, I don't even know which pages I follow. I just type in like astrology or mm. astro or horoscopes or like hashtag mm. that. And you will find so many profiles. Like you've got people that make like the memes and like they make, or they'll do weekly posts about what's going on with the planets. Um, mm. Just find little pages on Instagram that you can follow that you kind of vibe with. And slowly you just kind of start picking up on the lingo and you just start learning. It just takes time like to just slowly learn about it. Like I started learning about it when I was so young and my mum and I just mm. kind of would talk about it with each other and you just build on it as you go, I guess. Mm. But Google, mm. Google is the best. Google and Instagram. It's like a wealth of knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're definitely going to tap more into your spirituality later in the podcast because I know it's something I mean obviously even I'm just like, the way that you answered that question exactly <laughs> excited to hear more about it but I suppose and I know a lot of our listeners will know exactly who you are and a lot of our community already know who you are but for those who maybe haven't heard your story mm-hmm. and background can you just tell us a little bit about your childhood what were you yes. like as a kid growing up as a kid growing up I was the classic I was very loud very out there I loved like hanging out with adults I thought I was like much older than I actually was when I was like 10. I was like, mum's like, Jesus, calm down, Cardia. But I just, I don't know, I've always been quite extroverted and love being around people and speaking to people. Um, but growing up, I went to an all girls school, which was pretty hectic. Um, I learned a lot about how people can be really nasty. And in school, I was quite bullied quite badly just because of like, not necessarily being an outcast but more that I I always did feel really different in school but I had a big group of friends and girls can get catty so I would always be put in the middle of arguments and blamed for a lot and it just got so terrible and really taught me a lot from a young age about how to have you know thick skin I guess growing up so I left this that old girls school and then I moved to an acting school where I did my last three years of school, um, which was amazing. It was like, I still am really good friends with all my friends from there. And it helped me, I guess, just be who I was and express myself more and kind of follow my passion of doing acting. Cause that was what I pretty much did throughout my whole teenage years and stuff. So that's my brief childhood rundown. <laughs> and then from there, the story about how you started your YouTube is is so interesting. How yeah. you posted a video and it was accidentally on public and then so many people watched it. You've spoken about how you got backlash for that and even got bullied a little bit mm-hmm. from that video. Can you take us back to that time um, and what it was like? I, I can't even imagine mm. what that would be like. Like you just think you're doing something with oh your my friends God. and all of a sudden you're, <laughs> the whole world is watching. It was like r- really so random because 
whenever people ask like, oh, so why did you do it? And I was like, I explained, you know, I made one YouTube video of a makeup tutorial mm. for my friends. And it, I, instead of, you know, email, instead of, uh, I can't even English. <laughs> I was supposed to email it to a few friends, but the file was too big and I'm so not tech savvy. Mm. So yeah, I posted on YouTube and it went public and that's fine. You know, it went out and people were like, what is Cardi doing? I sit back and ask young me, why did you post the second one? Like what made you like think, yeah. okay, I'm going to keep doing this, which I still don't really know, I guess. But it was just such a hobby for me at the time. Like mm-hmm. I loved makeup. It was kind of um, just something that I just felt creative and inspired by. And it was something I was good at, I guess. So when I was getting bullied, I was like, you know what? I don't even care. I love this so much. It, it kind of like, it's bigger than the people like trying to pull me down for doing it. And I'm so happy I kept doing it. it mm. You know, it was, it's, it's created my whole, you know, career now. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And those people that were pulling, like kind of bringing you down, were they people you knew or were they just, Oh yeah. Just- it was like people I knew and I, I growing up in Brisbane, like when I went to the all girls private school, there was lots of, you know, sister schools and mm-hmm. there was the all boys schools. Like it's a very kind of like tight knit. Everyone kind of knows each other. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really so toxic, but, um, yeah, it was people I knew and, mm-hmm. I my saving grace was that I had left the all girls school and I went to the art school so I was like I was I was away from it I wasn't going to the parties with them anymore I wasn't having to see mm. them at school every day anymore so I just formed this like blocking protection and I was mm. like don't listen don't think about it you've got your mm-hmm. friends that support you and that's all that matters and I was lucky I had like my best friends um who I'm still friends with like they were the most supportive they were always mm. proud of what I was doing and like would help me film stuff or you know would yeah. get, get in my videos with me and like you know so I was so lucky I had that so I just focused completely on them and like put up my blocking protectors <laughs> It reminds me a lot of Laura's when you were still working at the pizza shop and Laura <laughs> started doing her like blogging and she started putting mm-hmm. recipes and stuff out to the world online and a lot of like even the boys and stuff that you're working with would often kind of like what like tease you? Yeah, I think it's just anytime you do something different yeah. when you know in a light that people don't see you it makes them feel a little bit yeah. uncomfortable and and I think sometimes they might I mean it was all fun the way people were making fun of me but it, it does because it takes so much courage to put yourself out yes. there then when you get a little bit of I suppose not backlash but just any negativity it's really hard to keep mm. doing it because you you can your confidence is kind of quite low in that because it's so new mm. so it's easy to be like oh you're right I should just stop a hundred percent and it's like you're so vulnerable at that point mm. you're like you're already as you said so unsure and you have to muster up so much courage to do it in the first place so it can be really hard when you've got people close to you that you would like it's it's already scary for them to be like just even little digs and it, to them they might be being like oh this is just heartless fun but it can really affect you mm-hmm. um and that's why i say you just have to focus on like the passion you have and then the people that are supporting you it's like who do you really care about more at the end mm-hmm. of the day and it always is that they're they're confronted or they're a bit like they're a bit jealous they can't put themselves out there in the way that you are and that's what my mom always said she was like just look at it as it's it's their issue it's not actually about you it's about them and their own insecurity and like obviously at the time it's like 
oh that's hard to believe but as I've gotten older I'm like that is true it's them it's not me like <laughs> so yeah I was gonna ask is that how you deal with trolls mm. now because obviously you've got such a huge following and, and the more uh, we always talk about it like a hundred people might love what you do but then one will hate it and so then as you grow mm. that number that one person multiplies and multiplies mm-hmm. how do you get through it now I am really 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 so lucky I don't get very much online hate touch wood <laughs> I, I i like i don't know why i just was blessed with a really really nice community um i've never gotten anything too hectic like we had like a little one here and there i used to get bullied online about my eyebrows like people would either love or hate my eyebrows it was like they're so thick they look like caterpillars and other people were like oh my god lily collins eyebrows so it's like <laughs> little small things but yeah. um I guess when when people do start getting niggly or picky, like I used to just delete the comment and I was just, just delete it and don't play into it. Don't fight back. Don't respond. Just ignore. Um, and it's just, I like, I know people are always like, you could have like 50 million positive comments and that one negative one can really affect you. But then I'm just like, okay, but actually sit and absorb what those 50 people are saying and the beautiful messages and the time they're putting into like telling you this. And like, you just have to focus on that. So um, yeah, I'm just like grateful that I've got those people, you know, (laughs) like screw the other ones. (laughs) And I think it's a testament. I think you said before you were lucky, but I think it's a testament to you Mm. for building Mm -hmm. that community um full of yeah. kindness and and on that um you're obviously really which we think is awesome so really um open about your relationship mm. with yourself and we want to dive a little bit deeper into that later but we'd love to start with your relationship with your body and and I suppose the journey that you've been on we've got so many people in our community I think we've all been through mm. um little things with our body and especially when you are so prominent on social media and, and YouTube and in the public eye it can feel I suppose like there's even more pressure on you a hundred percent what what has your journey been like with your body? It has it has been <laughs> such a up and down one for sure. Um, when I was and I've like I, I've spoken about this online a bit here and there um, that most people know. Like when I was a lot younger, I was very overweight. Like my growing up, I was such a sporty kid, but I was always just bigger. I grew up in a house with my parents were constantly fighting. They were like just it was just a really like turbulent place to live and I grew up just with the worst eating habits I was always healthy but I would not really eat much around my family and then would just binge eat later or binge eat at school I was such an emotional eater um so growing up that was my like refuge when Mm. my parents would be fighting and I was getting bullied at school and that was just such a go-to and I know so many people have the same issue it's like they find that that comfort so up until I was in like grade 10 or grade nine, I started to lose weight and went like, I was like, I've lost about like, like 30 kilos now. Like I was big, big. So that was another thing I would get bullied about heaps. So I always had such a confronting relationship with my body. Like I was such a go getter as a person in my personality. I was always quite confident, but my body would always really hold me back. Like I remember the days where like, it'd be like summer holidays and the thought of that coming up would terrify me, like having to go to the beach and like be in swimmers or wear shorts. Like I just, a lot of my childhood growing up with and the relationship with my body was 
a constant hate. Like I just hated because I, I felt like I was holding so much emotional weight. But then as I kind of got older, my parents divorced and I started to kind of go on my own journey with my health and fitness. Um, I started to, you know, I, I lost quite a lot of weight and slowly just started forming more of love for myself and also being like, I'm not going to let this hold me back from living my life properly, which I know like so many girls and boys do. It, it can be so isolating when you just have such a hatred. But I guess now, you know, like I've, I've I, in a much more confident place in my body, being in the industry is really, really challenging. Like, mm. I, cause also I lost, I lost the weight over like four or so years. Like I did it really slow. I never fell into, luckily, like, thank God, never fell into any really bad eating habits or, um, you know, any problems there. I just wanted it to be really slow cause I wanted to keep the weight off and I wanted to change my lifestyle, which is what I, which is what I did, which I feel like you guys kind of talk about that on yours as well. Like you having an actual healthy lifestyle, not fad dieting and stuff, which is what I love. Cause that's what works. Um, but yeah, the industry is hard because it's it's so pushing this perfection and this like being stick thin and all of that. So it is really hard for me because my body shape is curvier. I am thicker. I love food. Like I don't know how to like stop myself a lot of the time from like not overeating, but not having like, I like having nice things. And mm-hmm. um, I don't, you know, I, a lot of the time I have to remind myself it's okay that your body is different still to, I guess, what is normal for the industry. Um, so it's constantly just having to like regulate, not falling into those bad mental uh, habits of putting ridiculous pressure on myself to try and be changing more. And I obviously still have my own like health and fitness goals that I still strive for, but mm-hmm. it can be a, it can be a, what's the saying? Like a, a, a fine line, I guess, between tipping too far over the edge to try and mm. go too hard at something or, you know, it, as you would both probably know, being in the health and fitness space and within the industry, um, yeah. it's, it's, it's interesting. Oh, absolutely. And I, I saw in one of your YouTube videos, you spoke about how it, it was like you didn't want to put your, I suppose, physical appearance first, and then it was always going to be health first for you with, mm. you know, what you had to eat for your diet or like if you had any other health issues, it was like, I don't really care what my body's doing at the moment. I just need to like sort my health out. Um, and I think that's like a really important message to spread because obviously I think the most important thing to remember is like, everyone sits at a different healthy body weight range Mm -hmm. like from genetics and Mm -hmm. lifestyle and everything like that so I think it was really good to hear you kind of say that that's what you focus on when you when you you keep fit and you you eat well and everything you do that because of your health you you don't you're getting to a point where you're accepting that you might not look like somebody else but that's totally fine a hundred percent and you know I went through like Uh, last year not last year the year before like a bit of last year and the year before that like I experienced terrible mental health issues for the first time ever and I couldn't care less at that point what my body looked like it was like I didn't feel happy so what was the point of like already not feeling happy and then trying to be stick thin you know and um even during that time I remember like I was suffering really bad anxiety and I lost so much weight I got so thin I was eating so much food but I got really, really thin just from the anxiety. And I remember looking in the mirror at that time thinking I was, I thought I was like the biggest I'd ever been. And it really showed me when I, cause I look back at old photos and I'm like, 
That is so sad that you thought you were so much bigger at that point when you were your tiniest. And it just proved to me, like, one, how terrible body dysmorphia is. And yeah. two, just the pressure that I would be putting on myself when I was already not mentally well. So now my, my focus is always when, you, when you're mentally healthy and happy and strong, you can get to, like, your goals way way faster way better and you can maintain them and it just it feels good you know um but yeah mind first always like mental health i think always comes first and then then the rest but it all you know looking after your body and staying healthy all kind of comes together with that totally totally and i i gotta say like you because you're 22 21 turning 22 in july yeah okay close to 22 um i was like trying to work out the star sign of working <laughs> your birthday i'm getting there um, <laughs> um so yeah okay so you're 21 so you've already learned so much about yourself and you have even when you said you know um when you decided you wanted to lose weight you weren't going to do a fad diet you weren't going to do something ridiculous you want to do it slow you wanted to do something that was sustainable it's so incredible that you had such a mature way of looking at your health um at such a young age and you seem to have such a strong connection to your inner self or your emotions or your higher power yes um, <laughs> and i just i i suppose is that is that just something that's happened to you naturally that you just always had a connection with and if it wasn't or if you have any advice like how can people be more in touch with with themselves or with their emotions yeah ever since i was young i've just i guess in that way been really lucky that I don't know what it was. I just kind of had this thing within me that always, I guess, somehow had a connection. I, went to line. <laughs> I don't know how. Like, my mum and all of her friends used to always be like, oh, she's such an old soul. And I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> and now I'm like, I'm coming to understand as I've gotten older. But luckily, I also had my mum is such a strong woman. And I think she really just helped me understand myself because she never tried to make me into anyone that I wasn't. She just somehow supported exactly who I was and just slowly helped me grow into that. Didn't try and shape me into anyone. So I really owe her so much of that. And I also just used to love sitting with older women. Like I used to like sit with my aunties and my grandmas and like, I just love listening to them and speaking to them. I really learned a lot from them and their strength and their power. And it really always empowered me and my mom growing up always would say like girls can do anything like <laughs> we don't need men to do ever anything for us so I just had that mentality around me growing up but I think also um as I was you know in my teenage years I think going through hardships just really did help me also get closer to myself because I had to be so strong like I had to I wanted to have a good life so I had to get my you know get my shit together for myself no one was going to do it for me but I think for people who are wanting to become close with themselves or find that inner power and that inner strength, like the best things that I did was firstly spending time alone. So when I finished, when I graduated school, I moved to Byron Bay by myself. Like I was 17 and I was like, mum, you're not going to like this, but I'm going to move to Byron. I need to be by myself. I need to like explore this. I need to be uncomfortable. Um, because growing up I was such a social kid I always wanted to be around friends and I never really pushed myself out of my comfort zone to be alone so I think the first step for me was like actually sitting with myself and doing things that really scared me 
like really scared me. Like being in a new place with not knowing anyone or I used to get really weird social anxiety. Like even going to the beach by myself was really daunting for me. So I started just being alone and sitting by myself. Um, journaling really helped me like get to understand my inner critic and what I kind of thought, which mm. sounds weird, but somehow it just really helped me writing. Um, meditation is really powerful. Like just anything with stillness or just sitting, you just kind of have like amazing epiphanies and it really does somehow bring you closer to yourself. And what else? I guess just being being healthy, eating clean. Like I was vegan for five years. I think that that and exercise also just moving your body and I don't know, like being in nature, all, all of these things all together just can really help you have these like, I don't know, like aha moments. Like I've had so many times I've just been by myself doing these like nice wholesome things where you sit there and you're like, you just breathe and you're like, oh wow. Like all of these things make sense. And also lastly, I would say speaking to people about things you've been through or that you're going through, like talking about things can really uncover um, a lot of say like childhood things or just more about who you are as a person in this moment. So yeah, there's so there's so much you can do, but that's that's I guess my wrap up of it. It's amazing your courage. I don't think many people would kind of look at a situation and think I re- feel like I get social anxiety and I and I don't like being places by myself. So I'm going to move to Byron Bay and put myself in the most uncomfortable situation mm. of all so I can learn and and that's just incredible. You you have a beautiful connection with spirituality as well. And I that's another word. Did I did I get that wrong? It was very close. Was it? Okay. Yeah, so, no, it's no, pretty much it. Spirit- oh, now I'm not going to say it right. <laughs> Spirituality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, where, where did that come from? Um, my mom. I think growing up, she... I don't even know how it happened. Like, it was just... I Well, when I was younger, I naturally was always drawn to star signs, you know, in like Cleo magazines or whatever, yes. or like Girlfriend Mag. I would always yes. love the horoscope section. And so <laughs> I, like would just love reading about that and then I I don't even know how just over time my mum and I would kind of chat about things and um when I was much much younger she took me I remember I used to have crazy vivid dreams and I would talk to her about things and one of her girlfriends said I think Cardi is telepathic and I was like what the hell is this and I was like what is this and then mum was like I think you should come to this course with me it's a psychic development course and I was like what do you mean like you sound crazy and anyways I went with her I was really young I think I was in grade nine at the time and I sat there with these older women I was the youngest one there and we sat there in a circle and did these psychic development things right we'd hold like a photo of someone and the woman was like okay look at this photo of this person and write down just what comes to your mind first about them and I remember sitting there looking at my mum going what are you doing? What are we doing here? Like, why did you bring me here? This is crazy. She's like, just try it. Like, just give it a try. And I remember sitting there and you all read out, you read out the, um, what you wrote down after. And I remember the lady turning to me going, wow, you got that like spot on about this person's life. Like this, that's crazy. And it kind of went from there. I did these courses just where I was practicing, I guess, being intuitive or getting to know, it was very witchy, you know, getting to know more about that side of stuff. But, um, yeah, mum, mum can, uh, can be thanked for all of this. <laughs> but um, I think, yeah. like, 
I've got a few friends who are quite spiritual and something that you all have in common is how in tune, like because you're in tune in that way, you're in tune with so many other things like your emotions and um, even with like other people and picking up on other people's energies and everything like that. Like it's something that's very, I feel like it's something, um, it's quite appealing to be spiritual. Yeah. I, what do you, in what way do you mean? Like, like it's just, you've got this energy about you that you just you understand. It, yeah. <laughs> I think and the thing is to remember is everyone, um, I guess, you know, lots of people are very skeptical about psychics mm. or any of that, but beyond all of that, as humans, we are all very intuitive creatures. Like we all work off energy. It just depends on someone's consciousness level or how much they've actually one tapped into themselves into nature or into the world to be open to that like anyone can genuinely anyone can be said psychic like everyone can be intuitive it's just how much you decide to try and go down that path to understand that but obviously yes you do meet some people that just somehow have a way to like <laughs> be able to read people really well like my mom is scary she stands with people and they're like oh my god she knows me she's looking into my soul like she gets me I'm like yeah she's she's a powerful woman <laughs> no that's awesome she's obviously rubbed off on you <laughs> not that you're scary not that you're scary but the energy um so I wanted to speak about this year again Mm-hmm. Now, you did a YouTube video earlier in the year where you spoke about your goals and ambitions for the year and that mm-hmm. you were possibly going to move overseas and travel a lot and everything. Obviously, with COVID and a bunch of other things that have happened, that has absolutely been put on hold. Yeah. I wonder, though, you know, with what's happened in the world this year, how what has changed in not just your plans, so like mm-hmm. maybe some obvious plans that have changed, but um, your, I suppose, motivation or, or any has anything else changed about you yeah. or with, with what you're doing in life through 2020? Oh, my God, so much has changed. Yeah, so I was supposed to be moving to LA in May. Like, I was picking up everything and mm-hmm. I was going, and I've been meaning to do that for the past, like, three or four years, and I've just kind of kept delaying it. It just was never quite the right time and lots of fear. And I was like, no, I'm ready to go. And then this happened and I was like, no way. As I'm finally ready, um, this has happened. Like the universe is slowing us all down. Okay. So mm-hmm. I really sat with myself and was like, what do you actually want to do? Like, wh- wh- who do you want to be? Who are you now? And I feel like I've changed so much over the past few months. Like I am so much calmer and just more like I've taken a lot of pressure off myself. I feel like before it was like, go, 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 go. What can I be doing? What can I have? What can I, who do I need to be? And I was like, who are you trying to be? Like for who? Mm. Like you're not actually being yourself for you. You're, you're trying to just conform in the industry. And because the industry moves so fast, I just kind of felt like I was like a mouse on a wheel trying to keep up. So now my goals have really changed. I'm kind of, not moving away from social media i'm just trying to explore other creative fields like a lot of things that i dreamt of doing for ages that i never thought i would do because i was always so busy with social media work i guess so now i'm been learning piano i've been trying like singing because i write i've I've, forever years i've loved writing poetry and i was always like what can i do with this poetry like should i try writing songs for artists 
And then I was like, no, I am a performer. I will perform them. I'm going to teach myself how to sing and I'm going to learn piano and try and create something new in this time um, to do something that I am really deep down passionate about. And once again, as I said, like when I'm the most scared of something, some, I'm a psycho. I'm like, okay, run towards that. Like, great, good job, Cardi. Let's just like terrify myself this year. So yeah, that's what I've been focusing on. I've just been trying to not put pressure on myself to be good at this in any time frame, but just I'm just to start this new project that is something that I have wanted to do for so long and that I know my, is something my soul wants, you know, and a, a really deep passion instead of just trying to conform or keep up with the industry. Um, yeah. I think one of the, the things that I've learned as well is how it's okay to say no. I think you kind of have this thing in your mind, like if you say no, it's a fear. Like if you close one door, it's like you're going to lose everything. But it's it's obviously not the case at all. But I think we were just, it's like we're programmed just to say yes and yes and yes. Mm. Otherwise, you know, something bad might happen. And then like you didn't take an opportunity and why didn't you take it? But I think it's it's taught me especially to know that it's okay to not say yes to mm. every opportunity and and some are right and, and some actually aren't the right 100%, path. A hundred percent. Because you just, when you're on that rat, on the, the what is it, rat reel, mouse rat wheel, whatever yep. you call it. <laughs> yeah. In the rat race, yes. In the rat race, like, I used to do the same. I would, yes, 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 yes. I felt obliged that if I started saying no, I would fall behind. I'm like, behind mm. what? Behind who? Like, you're in your mm. own course. It's We're not competing. No one's competing. We're not racing towards anything. So you're so right. I, during this time, I've especially tried to say with brand deals or with work things or even where I'm placing my time, I have learned no is the most powerful thing because it's mm. freed me up so much and I've never had so much free time. I'm like, oh, what mm. do I do with myself? And then that's when I go, this is when you should be working on music or writing or just going to the beach and playing, not just saying yes to fill up your schedule, you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. no is a powerful word. <laughs> I, I love that you brought that up. Oh, it sure is. And another thing um, that you have been through really publicly um, is a breakup. And I, I hope it's okay if we can touch mm. on it. Yeah, for sure. I can't, I mean, going through a breakup is really hard because I think one of the hardest things with breakups is opinions from friends and parents and everyone yeah. wants to give you an opinion. Mm. But when you're in the position you are, you're also getting opinions from millions of people on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, but I know you've done a lot of videos on tips for breakups, but I would love to know for anyone listening that, you know, is going through a breakup um, or has just been through one, mm-hmm. what is one piece of advice you could give them? One piece of advice. I think, well, yeah, firstly, breakups are very hard for anyone, mm-hmm. like no matter what circumstance. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that I think really helped me through mine was just trust. Like I just had to remind myself to trust Firstly, myself, that I knew that that was the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. And then when people are like, but what if they broke up with me and blah, blah, blah. We'll trust that the universe has thrown you this for the right reason. And I know when you're in a breakup, you're like, that's the last thing I want to hear. Like, I'm heartbroken. This doesn't make sense. I'm confused. And like, this seems unfair. But now that I'm, you know, my ex and I broke up like about eight months ago now and it does take time to sit back and I can sit back now and I understand like why Mm. in that moment I made that choice and I'm so happy I did and I'm so proud of my inner self for knowing that was the right thing to do 
But yeah, during during that breakup, I was like, my two words was trust and surrender. Like just surrender to this and just mm. stop trying to control the situation. Let it happen. Let it unfold. And obviously, like everyone hates hearing this too, but time. Like you just need space and time and eventually things will make sense as to why, you know, they've unfolded like that. So, yes. I think that's a great hugs to anyone going through a breakup right now (laughs) yeah absolutely absolutely it's something that comes up quite often Mm. in our community for sure Um, because it is so hard and it can be mm. so isolating and it just feels yuck like but there there is always the light at the end of the tunnel (laughs) Mm. it's funny i feel like a reason why they might come to the community and i'm sure you get this within your own and even why people might feel comfortable talking to you about breakups uh-huh. is because, as you said, when your friends and family have an opinion, mm. it's really hard because they've obviously got that biased opinion of knowing mm. the person personally. It's, sure. it's almost easier to, fi- to find advice or to listen to advice from someone who does, has no idea who your partner was. A hundred percent. And because mm. relationships are so personal, like, mm-hmm. it is so hard when you listen to advice of so many other people because it's like, but you... It's only the two people that were in the relationship that really totally. fully know what, what that was like or what the dynamic was like. Obviously, people can see you together, but that's why it is so hard. And like, You're right. Like, it's easier probably to go to a community or something a little bit out of it to, you know, um, get advice or yeah. feel comforted. Mm, totally. Um, this is a bit of a deep one. I'm going to throw at you. But go for gold. What do you think your, <laughs> what do you think your purpose is in life? I think... My purpose in life is to help people live their best life <laughs> in terms life. of like, because my, one of my biggest passions is just to have fun and just to enjoy mm. things and live things to the fullest. So I think my purpose here is to one, help people find themselves um, mm-hmm. because I think you live your best life when you fully understand and know yourself and can love yourself in that. And two, just to say yes to things and be fearless and run towards fear because that's where the most fun things happen and just to be spontaneous. And yeah, so I think throughout me showing what I go through in my life um, and always trying to like, even with the struggles, say that there is always a positive in this. It's just to inspire people to look at their lives in that way Mm. so they can have the best, most fun crazy (laughs) absurd you know existence because i'm just really passionate about like we're here just to enjoy the human experience you know so yeah i think that's my purpose (laughs) how amazing you're only 21 and that is your purpose that is incredible (laughs) so for i suppose after iso whenever that yeah i suppose whenever that is (laughs) but what what is i suppose what do you see yourself doing? Like what's next Mm -hmm. for you once we're out of this time? I think I'm going to definitely still figure out where to move to. I Mm -hmm. think, you know, I'm, I love living on the Gold Coast and I love my house, but for me, as I said, I really thrive in uh, situations. I'm not a hundred percent (laughs) comfortable. I get lots of inspiration from that. So I think I'll definitely get to America at some point. I mean, America's a bit weird right now and a bit scary. So maybe not first, but I might go to London and live there for a little bit um, and just write music and try and collaborate with artists and just keep, you know, doing my social media and helping people and just bringing them on that journey. Um, I'm, yeah, I don't know. That's just my light goal, I guess. I'm trying to not 
think too much in the future and just try and be really present because everything is so like everything could change really quickly now <laughs> and I feel like the world is so odd so I'm not really sure you know but that's that's the rough goal so last of all and I think you might have meant you probably half answered this in your purpose but what's a piece of advice you'd give to your younger self or I suppose even the younger listeners who might be um, listening don't grow up too fast and that's yeah. what my dad used to tell me and I used to hate him for saying it because um, mm-hmm. I was just like I want to be mature and I want to grow up and I want to mm-hmm. get out of school blah, blah blah and now that you know I did grow up so fast I feel like I'm like a 40 year old woman living in like a 21 year old <laughs> body um, but I just the older I get I try and remind myself just to tap into my inner child like yeah. just play and have fun and just like don't take things so seriously like I used to take things so seriously and like had such a regimen for myself and now I just remind myself you don't need to grow up fast and just focus on having fun and letting that inner child like play because mm-hmm. as I said like life is just for enjoying and having fun so that would definitely be my my um, advice to, to my younger self <laughs> I can relate. And I, yeah, that's yeah. your advice, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. 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 I was, yeah. I was the same. I just felt I was so excited to be an adult that yeah. I just tried to do adult things too early. But I'm the same now. I love being childish. So it's, um, it is funny how it kind of flips. It is. It's like catch-22 because you learn those lessons when you're young and you, if you mature quite quickly. But it's just about catching yourself, I guess, soon enough to be like, okay, you've done, you've done that. Let yourself <laughs> just enjoy now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for your time, Cardi. It's been awesome getting to know you a little bit deeper. And we'll put all your um, info and your your links and everything in our show notes. But as I said, I'm sure our community will will already be very much aware of who you are. And I just want to thank you for being um, so true to yourself online. Um, I will admit I did a bit of a stalk and I even (laughs) looked at some older videos (laughs) And you are the same person. And whilst I know that you've gone through some changes and like we all do, you've grown and you've grown up, it's very apparent that you've kind of always had the same morals and yeah. and everything. So it's, Aww, it's, thank it's really you. nice to see. Thank you. <laughs> so nice. We hope you guys enjoyed that chat. We'll pop Cardi's details in the show notes in case you are not one of the hundreds of thousands of followers she already has. <laughs> you can, can go and join her because she's – very incredible and we love what she puts out there yeah and thank you for listening yeah remember to come and join us for our 14 days of wellness there Mm -hmm. is still seven days to go so if you have missed out on the first seven days don't worry you can go back and watch it like we spoke about in the intro and then you can join us for the next seven days which is going to be so awesome Mm. the we have got some awesome leaders in their field coming Mm. up Mm -hmm. for the next seven days so Mm. we hope you enjoy it to join the 14 days of wellness you just have to join our private keep it clean up facebook community so we're also we're in there we're chatting every day in there Mm -hmm. the community is so supportive um it's the most our favorite part of keep it clean up but you have to be um, signed up to kick to join the private facebook community but we always offer a free trial so you can always yeah. try it out um and obviously we'll be back next week now that we're back from our break and we've got amazing guests coming up so make sure you check out next week's podcast we're here every wednesday we love seeing you guys listening to the podcast or hearing any feedback you have on you know maybe guests or topics that you want to hear or that you really enjoyed so always feel free to share and give us um some feedback but yeah love you guys bye